Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? Morbius. Morbius is yet another Sony property that was acquired from Marvel. Morbius follows Michael Morbius, a doctor with a rare blood disease that limits his mobility and lifespan. In order to save others from the condition, he uses an experimental cure on himself that shows radical success at first, but ultimately unleashes something dark within him. Before we jump into the review, I'm getting closer to the 500 subscriber mark and I'm considering doing a giveaway or something really special. If you want to participate, make sure you're subscribed. If you like the reviews, why not subscribe anyway? Well, enough of that. Let's jump into the review. I went into this film with the lowest of the lowest expectations. I'm familiar with the comics and very familiar with how off and on Sony Pictures is with their properties. That being said, I was really surprised with how this property was handled. I'm a fan of vampire lore and I love that they stuck some classic Dracula vampire lore into this story. If you're not a fan of anything vampire or if you're not acquainted with anything Dracula, in the book Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula traveled to England by way of ship. This chapter of the book is narrated by the ship's captain who writes of strange boxes aboard the ship and how crew members began disappearing until he alone remained to stay the course to England. The origin of the character Morbius turning into a vampire occurs on a ship out at sea because the experiment Michael Morbius was working on was extremely experimental and extremely illegal. Great writing even if the story was taken from another source. It's an explanation that makes sense as a writer and I can't pick it apart. Now, Morbius's powers weren't over the top, but the CGI looked very reminiscent of the 90s. It was really noticeable during fight scenes and it turned me off a little bit. Now, I'm not a visual effects artist, so I'm not sure what equipment they had access to or what they could afford, but as a Sony property, I expected better effects. Although when Morbius was using echolocation, using parkour, and flying, I thought it looked just fine. Weird, right? As a writer, I'm not perfect, and I was initially going to give this movie a 9 out of 10, but my husband and fellow moviegoer brought something very important to my attention after discussing the movie with him on the way home. And that's why it's good to go to the movies with someone that you can discuss the movie with. It's to share your thoughts and pick the movie apart to see why you liked it, what works, and what didn't work. What didn't work for him was the fact that Lucian aka Milo and Morbius were good friends and his sudden descent into villainy was really weird. Now it was insinuated in the storyline that Milo aka Lucian was a villain in the story and I completely missed that fact during the film. I saw no clues that he had a bad bone in his body other than when he was a child he overly beat up a bully that had taken something precious from him. So, when he started to act like a villain towards the later part of the film, it was a little jarring because we as the audience had seen him as the friend of the good guy throughout the story. 
Even if you point out that he had goonish bodyguards and hired goons to be security for Morbius, that doesn't necessarily speak villain either. Your security guards are as good as what you pay for. In my mind, it, maybe it was cheaper to hire goons than actual official bodyguards. On a side tip, for all you Underworld fans out there, did you notice the character names Lucian and Michael? I was like, is Craven on the way? Then my husband was like, there's a villain called Craven the Hunter. And I was like, oh no, maybe eventually we'll have a movie with Michael, Lucian, and Craven in it. I might actually do a review on Underworld because it's one of my favorite vampire movies. So look out for that coming soon. Aside from that, the movie was enjoyable, action-packed, and fun. I give Morbius a solid 8 out of 10. It had some flaws, but it's not a deal breaker. I have a slight suspicion, like other reviewers, that the studios might have had something to do with maybe some scenes getting cut that made the story make more sense. But anyway, by the way, the after credit scenes were complete trash. Sony is not good at after credit scenes, and I think they should stop immediately. It makes an incredibly good movie have a sour aftertaste. Well, enough about my opinion. What about you subscribers and non-subscribers? What do you think about Morbius? Will you go see it? What are your thoughts? Leave me a comment in the comment section or shoot me an email if you're listening on the podcast. I'd love to hear from you. I've enabled the exclusive subscriber section for my podcast. So for a small monthly fee, you can get exclusive interviews and reviews on my faves and classics that I adore go to redcircle.com and search for the Bite Size Movie Reviews podcast to join. Until then, see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Movie Complex Channel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and share episodes so that I know you enjoyed it. See you next week.